Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mac Show. I'm Jeff Gamut. I'm your interim host, sitting in for you and Rankin. And uh, uh, Mac Show, we talk about Apple stuff, and I'm actually concerned that we may not have anything to talk about today. <laughs> <laughs> that that mean... isn't about the Vision Pro. It might take us about three okay. Hours. That that might actually be. I mean, not that that would stop us at all, but that might be a problem if we are not about to talk about the Vision Pro. Then, what else is there to talk about? Oh crap! Hold on. Let me go find some Vision Pro articles. <laughs> <laughs> What's oh the Vision God. Pro? What is that? Never heard of it. I think. Yeah. Yep, never heard <laughs> of it. Um, but I have heard of Ben. So Ben, how are you? <laughs> I am great. For being snowed in cold. Right. You keep getting all the snow and, mm. and we keep not. And I'm in Colorado where you expect us to have lots of snow. And uh, other than the mountains, it's been shockingly dry. You know, I'm 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 good with that. Like send all the snow to Ben. Like as long as I don't get it, yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's here too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we started the uh, year with basically no snow for the winter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're almost, up to, we're, we're almost up to a normal winter's worth. And that's over the course of what, like two weeks? Yeah. Hmm. And it's not you can keep over it. yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, stay warm and dry. Mm. Don't get in any wrecks. And um, and don't go yeah. outside. And don't go outside. There we go. That's <laughs> it. Yep. Um, and Patrice, how are you doing? I'm I'm good. I'm I'm good. It's yeah. Work week technically is over, but I have a shit ton of of work still to do because we edit. Have, uh... No, we're not gonna edit. We don't. We'll take care of it. In post. <laughs> this, this is, is metric. Metric. Show. Metric. <laughs> metric tons. So, metric shit tons. Um, <laughs> like, technical uh, term, exactly. No, like, um, yeah, we're, we have a big, big uh, certification or attestation coming up, and the documents are due next week. So, I think this will be a short weekend, work wise, or not non work wise. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Yeah, and also and, surprising and because you're in mm -hmm. Europe. Yes, you would think so, but Germany is crazy. So this is a like that's the crazy part. This is a Germany specific thing. It's not even European or international or or whatever. Like no, this is just for Germany. Yes. So yes, yes. we yes we need DOS TPS report in uh, with <laughs> yes. the correct with the correct uh, cover in the mm -hmm. inbox. Uh huh. Yeah, about that. No, the the whole like the certification <laughs> with the with with the like with PwC in our case takes about six to eight weeks. Like really every day doing stuff. So it's not like the two day review the things. Okay, fine, you get your you get your report. So it's fun. So there's that. And on top of that, uh, today I'm having all kinds of internet issues, and some are self self inflicted. Um, the same issue that happened on the Mac on the big show yesterday where like I forgot to push some changes and then broke the streaming server happened with my DNS server locally that I forgot to push some changes and overwrote like some settings that I'd fixed stuff. So 
Oops. this morning, none of Oops. my DNS and like it was working. So fix that. Thank Oops. you, Black uh, Backblaze, because I had the backup of the, the config file on the server. So I could just go back, grab it, push it. So it's for next time it's actually there and it's all fine. Backblaze is the best. Backblaze mm -hmm. for the win. Backblaze yeah. for and, the win. Exactly. And to be clear, we're saying this as users. There, there's no sponsorship happening here. No. We're, we're paying. Well, no them. sponsorship except for TSO host. That's right. Yes. Yeah, not not none from Backblaze. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Chuck, how are you today? I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, I can't. I don't think I can compete with some of our friends here on snow, but we're getting four <laughs> to six inches today of additional snow. So, I've I I feel feel spiritual connection, if not an actual connection. Um. So, yeah, I'm not exactly snowed in, but I'm snowed on. <laughs> sounded good when it was in my head it didn't sound so hot coming out. <laughs> we'll fix it in post uh, yeah <laughs> yeah oh chuck i've got the image in my head that's completely wrong thanks <laughs> yeah should you save that for for one of your little doodles on uh instagram Right. Uh, hold on. I've got a pen right here. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get that pen out of his hand. Yeah. Uh, Dave, how are you doing? I am doing great. Uh, yes, we have snow here too. It just got about, uh, about three inches here and it's 11 degrees. It's cold. But that was in addition to everything last week. So we're starting to get out of this Arctic cold. Then it's going to be all, all warm next week and then it'll melt. So. Mm -hmm. Look forward to that. And then all the mess afterwards with that, with the rain. Uh, but we're doing good. I'm very busy at work. Uh, projects are coming on here. It looks like, uh, mm. as, as we all know, it's the beginning of the year. We all got all these new ideas and things need to get done. So mm -hmm. looks like I'm going to be doing some, mm -hmm. uh, some, some uh, user videos. So it's going to be oh, fun. fun. Yeah. You have new no year, expertise new budgets. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dave has no expertise in video at all. No, not no. at all. No, never done it. No, but uh, you probably know some people that they can help you. Actually, you know what you should do? Reach out to the guy that does in touch with iOS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's good. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that okay. guy. I mean, he, yeah, he, he knows. He, he's got it figured out. Yeah, but I hear he's expensive. Uh, yeah, but you get what you pay for. <laughs> sure. This is true. Camtasia, here I come. Yep, there you go. Oh, oh, oh my god. <laughs> but you, hey, wh whatever works, right? That's kind of the I, point, I, Jeff. I only, get the, I only get the tools they give me on my work laptop. So. I see uh, what you the did there. Yeah, but wait a second. Are you aren't you your own IT department? I could <laughs> install something else. This is true, exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well. We have an obligatory topic today, and uh, and so might as well dive into that. And um, um, which one is that? It, it's uh, it's it Tim Cook's pants. I don't know. I have a vision. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Tim Cook's pants. It's uh, um, yep. Uh, secondary black topic, again. Uh, Patrice's how to on setting up your own DNS server. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. 
All right. And then how to not <laughs> set up your DNS, whole DNS server. Well, right. the, the setup was fine. Just make sure that you have your config saved. <laughs> right. And then and then our final topic will be uh, uh, Ben's tour of all of the cool music places to hang out in Dubuque. Yes. And uh, and speaking of cool places, TSO hosts, and now tell me your cool things, and that's a sweet show. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. So it's Vision Pro. Um, oh sure. Pre-orders started today as we record. Okay. Here's here's the ridiculous thing. Did you notice I I kind of look up over this way, and mm -hmm. that's because I'm looking at the clock and calendar on my Mac. To see what the day and date is. Okay, here's here's the problem. The Mac show is always on Fridays. Therefore, I mm -hmm. should know what the day is. Mm -hmm. Vision Pro, we knew already pre-orders start on January 19th. So I already Which know everything I need to know <laughs> to tell you what day and date it is. And yet, I still had to go like this and look <laughs> to see what day and date it is. You know which universe we're in? Like that's the more important question. Um, which one of the many? <laughs> no, that, no, I that'd I've be, actually that'd lost be uh, Earth uh, zero eight zero. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, at least it's not six nine six. But anyhow, so Vision Pro pre-sales started today, and um, and my my biggest concern about the the whole pre-order thing was whether or not it was actually going to go smoothly and uh -huh. that's because if for pre-orders you're doing it at home and it's a completely different process which includes needing to use the uh, excuse me the, the apple store app on your iphone which you had or ipad like which you needed to update before Right, because like it needs to do week. a scan of yeah. your head to to get sizing and stuff so that you get the right size bands and all of that. So this is a thing where it could very easily go horribly wrong. And um, and based on the um, the text message threads I was getting from a couple friends who were pre-ordering, no problems at all. Just... I mean, to be perfectly. To be fair, we will only know if it actually worked once they have their devices, because who knows? Like the scan might have been completely wrong and broken. So, okay, that's fair. So it appears that it worked. Um, yeah. So Vision Pro pre-orders started today. Did mm. anyone here pre-order? I can't. <laughs> I would have. Oh, that's I right. Can't. You can't. <laughs> yeah. And yep. uh, and and I did not. Um, for, did for me, it was twofold. Not. Yeah, first did I it? didn't want to spend the money right now, but then second, I needed to have a lot more information about Vision Pro before mm. I could figure out if I can actually use one. And that's yes. the weird thing. I mean, we talked about it. Was it last week? I think um, where we talked mm -hmm. about like how weird this announcement, or like maybe two weeks. I don't remember. Time, uh, like how weird this whole announcement was that they basically dropped it as a press release and said, "Well, oh, by the way, you can order it in like a week and a half or something." Yeah. Um, yeah. And 
I mean, what I had expected was that like the last two, three, four days, there would be a constant trickle of information and like reviewers, like, you know, YouTubers and whatever. There was nothing nope. like today, basically Apple all of a sudden dropped like three, four or five things. It's like, oh, here's a video and here's a behind the scenes and here's, here's more support documents and all of that. Yes. Basically mm -hmm. after you ordered. Mm -hmm. So it's really strange. Yes, it is. Is is it strange? Because yeah, it is for Apple. Well, it is for Apple, but but let's go back to all the things we've been hearing. And admittedly, some of these are are rumor level, but at the end of the day, there seems to be a lot of question about how many of these can be actually produced. And so, you know, do you really want to do you want to do a big splashy launch when you may have a very limited <laughs> supply of these? So they they drop this after the at or after the pre-order so that you know yeah it, it's still generating the excitement it's still generating the buzz but it may not have been that thing that pushed people over the edge to order so i, I keep looking at so many of these things that seem to be a little bit off timing for apple as maybe a way to manage the the demand that we're talking about here yep maybe and Okay, I don't okay. think that helps. No. I mean, I, to be perfectly honest, the only people that uh, it might have prevented from ordering are those with vision impairments. Uh, because they didn't really uh, put down that, number one, uh, it did not work with hard contacts until this morning. Uh, if you have a vision uh, tracking disorder like I do, it won't work. I mean, I mean, they said before that that they said in in June that contact lenses were quote unquote not recommended. So it was a general broad statement they're not recommended that you that you wear them, and they've clarified that now. But yeah, but you're right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. They said absolutely nothing about the mono vision lens mm -hmm. until today. It's right. This the stuff should have been said. out weeks, if not months ago. Yep. Yeah. You said that, the mono vision? Oh, go yeah. ahead. Mm -hmm. We, we got to get this for Guy then. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would so love to get Guy's perspective on it. bad wording. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would love to to see Guy get to use one of these. And offer his take on uh, on how it mm -hmm. works. Yeah, yeah it, which we yeah. we probably would have tried to get him here if we hadn't uh, found out about this in the very early morning. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I went through the um, um, the uh, KB article that Apple has, which I will now put into mm -hmm. the chat uh, about uh, uh, prescription lenses mm -hmm. and. Uh, I don't think I can get prescription lenses. Yeah. Huh. Uh, interesting. Yeah, because um, um, going going down through all the specs, it gets down to to the part where it says, okay, so so here's if you if you have a multi focus like progressive lenses or bifocals, not a problem. Um, if you have a prism value in your prescription, that's mm -hmm. a problem. Guess who has a prism value in their prescription? <laughs> So you yeah, and so probably a bunch of other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, but it's yeah, it's funny the way Apple worded it. It says a very small percentage of people have a prism value added to their glasses prescription. And at this time, Zeiss cannot manufacture optical inserts based on a prescription containing a prism value. Yeah. So, um, you know, which, I, which and, it doesn't mean it's never going to happen. It just means, well, currently right now, can't. right? Yeah. Right now. So, yeah. So that could change now. It doesn't say anything in here about how strong your prescription, uh, can be and, and still get mm -hmm. lenses, regardless of whether or not you have a prism value. And, um, and I would love to know if there is a limit on that. And yeah. I didn't realize that a lot of companies will have a, a, a limit on the yes, prescription strength until one day when I went to, uh, you know, I picked out, uh, frames at Warby Parker so I could get a nice pair lower price glasses mm. went to put my prescription in and it's like yeah that's way out of the range yeah like, okay. I mean technically there's always a limit because that's the, also the thickness of the of your lenses and so on like they, there's always right. some some limit where okay they don't manufacture it that like that thin or thick or whatever Right. And yeah, so what limits do we have with uh, with the mm. lenses that can go in Vision Pro? Yeah, it, it's just for me, it's I mean, yeah, you could say, OK, they did try to to limit the hype or whatever. But then, I mean, especially those support articles and so on, they could have dropped them last year. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I don't think they changed last second. Like I doubt, I doubt no. that that they that those things changed last second. They could have just dropped it in June, probably, and said, "Well, this is how like this is a support article. What's what isn't isn't supported." Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, because th those I mean, this support article article will not cause any headlines or or like entice anybody to buy it. It's not someone looks at the at the support page and says, "Oh yes, because they support whatever what I have uh, now, I'm going to buy it because of that." Like it's. Yeah, I don't, it's, it's for me, it's just, it just feels weird. Well, so let me flip my comment around then. So why would they announce some, and, uh, some of these additional limitations and take the beating that is going to inevitably come with it? Because, you know, inevitably it's going to say, well, you know, Jeff Gamble's going to say, well, that I can't wear it. And someone else is going to say, well, I, you know, I can't use it, at least not right now. And so you're going to automatically have the tech press jumping up and down and saying, you know, well, this is not for everybody and Apple's failing because they couldn't address every single user. So, but I mean, that, that's going to happen either way. It's yeah. going to happen either way, but it's going to be We saw the articles. To, we already saw. I mean, they could have, honestly, they could have dropped that when they announced the pre-sale and they would have had the exact same, same thing they had today. They yeah. like the same thing where I asked, like, why didn't we have the like storage options and so on? Like for any other product that was freshly announced, when they said, okay, we're gonna have the pre-orders, you got you got the basically the order page where you could see, okay, with these other storage options and so on. Drop today. Same thing. Like it's I, I get the argument that okay, like that might cause some discussions in the tech press because they jump on anything. That will happen anyway. And if they had done that when the pre-order announcement uh, was dropping, I think that would have overshadowed that as well. So I don't think the, the okay, today you can actually pre-order makes any difference in that. 
Yeah, I mean, they made it mm -hmm. pretty much impossible to plan and budget for this. Yeah. I'm actually surprised it is cheaper than I thought, like the, the other storage options. Yeah, uh, those, yeah that, that was a surprise the, for me as well. I, yeah. mean, I mean, honestly, at $400 more, I, w I don't think there's any reason not to get the one terabyte. Yeah, exactly. Right. So so I don't know, like if if it had been, oh, like for another 2,000, you can get a terabyte. That would have been more of a story than what they actually did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and for those of you that haven't seen the prices yet, base price with 256 gig uh, is uh, 34.99 uh, US dollars. Mm -hmm. 512 gig is 36.99, and one terabyte is 38.99. Yeah, it's 200 dollars more for each step up. Yeah, which means that which the is... terabyte is actually the kind of the cheapest if you really think about it. Yeah, cheapest yeah, it... per. Per gigabyte, yeah, it it's it, it's very reasonable uh, upgrade pricing. Yeah, yeah. So I have two friends. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Chuck. Well, just I'm just going to point out that this is a discussion we've had with with iPads and with MacBooks. That you know, there's always an entry level price, and then yeah, there's fine. that there's that yeah. next move up that mm -hmm. is sort of the sweet spot, I think, for most people. And then for the people that are really intent about this, another 200 bucks will get you. So, you know, the, the one terabyte. So, yeah. you know, you, you look at it and Patrice, you make a really interesting point that, you know, on a per terabyte, or excuse me, on a per unit of memory basis, the terabyte is the best value. But mm -hmm. a lot of people are not going to want to kick that extra 200 bucks in. Yeah. And it's so, okay. Yeah. So mm -hmm. the 256 is, yeah. Yeah, it's designed to push you to the 512 mm -hmm. and, you know, then... Yeah. Maybe you'll be the, pushed up farther. You know, the Rome without coffee thing. Like the, the, the 256 is the Rome without coffee. So you say, oh, I might as well get the coffee and go to 512. Mm -hmm. no, it's, I said, I'm really surprised. Like I, I expected it to be more expensive than it actually is. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy about that. I mean, is it going to cost me five grand either way? Yes, because Europe and because taxes. But mm -hmm. That's okay. Yep. My my two friends that ordered today that I know of, um, they they were texting early this morning, and uh, while well, my phone was in do not disturb mode, so I was not bothered by their crazy order processes. <laughs> One <laughs> went with a five twelve, and that friend also had to buy prescription lenses and wanted to get a second battery. And the other friend who did not need prescription lenses went with the one terabyte model. And uh, and anyhow, I just found that interesting. Mm -hmm. The the uh, the decisions that each of them made to get to the the storage capacities that that they went with. Yeah, yeah. I would not be surprised if the base two fifty six is the lowest selling or the slowest selling model. Mm hmm. I agree. Yeah. Um. Dave, you were checking to see availability right before the show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what it's did you find? Out to, it's pushed out to at least March 8th now at this point. If that hasn't ch ch changed in the last uh, 10 minutes here. <laughs> Which it, it may very well have. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I'll try it. Um, yeah. One, there's one interesting thing about... Um, it's very, very funny that Apple actually in the, on the page in the FAQ mentions um, non-US based 
customers. So basically mentioning like, can I buy it in the US and take it into my region? And what does that mean? That is super interesting, to be honest. Wait, where's that? I mean, that? yeah, it happens. Um, it's all the way at the bottom of the page. There's an FAQ section and there's a couple of questions like, can I buy Apple Vision Pro in the US and take it back to my country? And, and um, I see that. Like, it's it's really interesting. I mean, for sure, we all know this. This has been going on since probably before even the iPhone, but for mm -hmm. sure with the iPhone. So this is not a new thing. But Apple actually putting putting a section there that mentions that and like that's that's is this cool. on the, the homepage of it of the, the uh, this page? is the, the the shop the the, the link that Jeff posted the the buy yeah. page yeah I mean it's not not only that but at this time uh, your to use the uh, Apple services with Vision Pro it has to be a U.S. based uh, Apple ID mm hmm. Yeah, US-based Apple ID. If you need size inserts, they only ship in the US and you need a US eye care professional's uh, prescription. Like there are some limitations, but Apple support also is only available in the US, like which is different than for other products. Usually it's international. Like you can go in any country and you get support no matter where you bought it, which I mean, in this case makes total sense. But that from for me, I just saw that and I was like, oh, that's interesting that they actually actually address that question it is i mean, I mean looking at the three questions in a row that relate to international use right? mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah that's absolutely fascinating yeah just saw that sorry wow. i just i kind of took us off track nope we're still on track <laughs> um have any of you watched the video the 10 yes. minute video it's like loved it I, I thought it was Not a great yet. video. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. we we all know it was it was scripted. Well, I mean, of course, it's, it's, totally it's Apple. Scripted. It's Apple, but like the 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 guy who's who was playing the customer, he was really great. I mean, if it was fully scripted, he was a great actor because it felt like this was the very first time he was ever had ever seen it or was ever had ever used the device. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I. It, it was believable that this yeah. was his first time using this and uh, and at the same time it can't be the first time he's using no. this because you you can't put a video like this together no without exactly. a lot of rehearsal yeah rehearsal yeah. and multiple takes for things and whatever like mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and the most ironclad nda the world has ever seen <laughs> well right? that anyway sure yep Okay, so what I'm expecting, yeah. although I have not seen yet, are uh, hot takes on the internet about if this is so great, why does Apple have to give us a 10-minute video explaining how to use the device? And, uh, and I'm seriously, I fully expect to be seeing those before the end of the day. And, oh, 100%. And, and, oh. and I think they're completely wrong to be saying that. Um, and my guess is that none of the people saying this remember the original Macintosh or <laughs> most of them probably weren't even born yet. And <laughs> yes. for, for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, when mm -hmm. the Macintosh came out, it was a completely new and different computing platform. So you didn't have a, uh, uh, a pre-built uh, massive experience that would tell you how to use the device and the interface. So the original Mac came with 
a, a disc, a floppy disc mm. that had an entire tutorial program on it that taught you how to use the device, how to it, click a mouse. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, this is not that. This is a marketing video. Because if 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 it was about the person using it, then it would be a, as you said, a tutorial instructional thing when you when you start using it, anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, this is this is marketing. This is this is marketing. It is it's good marketing because it it convinces it it gives people an understanding how they're going to use the device. It's not teaching them how to use it, not as much. There are some things, some aspects about like okay, how do you zoom and whatever. But it's not about the teaching, it's about giving them a feeling how you're going to use the device and how easy it will be to use the device. That That's fair. Um, and and but, uh, Patrice, I like the idea that you recognize that it's, there can be both. Yeah, because sure. t Because too often the pundits, you know, either break things down into one or the other, black or white. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've, I, I've long held that good marketing can be information, information can be good marketing. You know, yeah. it's... Mm -hmm. It's not a mutually exclusive kind of thing. 100%. So this is where Apple does certain things so well. And look, let's face it: what a lot of the the ads you see for other Apple products sort of fit in that same category at times. Mm -hmm. You know, they they make you think, "Gee, I didn't think about doing that." Yeah, you know, or, or "Gee, I could do that as well." Yeah, the, the 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 one that jumps to my mind is the lady, you know, running alongside doing the uh, the, the stabilized video. Of, mm -hmm. of at the track meet, you know, that, okay, that's a little extreme. Obviously it's supposed to be, but you get an idea that, okay, I, I could do something like that. That maybe mm -hmm. is a, probably a little less dangerous and a little less extreme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's true. Yeah. So like it, it, it will in general, it was, it, 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 I think it was also the right mix of being informative but also being making or uh, being entertaining. Like I mean, the whole thing about the um, like the spatial video and the whole like the, the like scenes, like the what is it called there, like when when they basically expand like around you. I don't remember what it's called. Like you know the spatial. the outside outside scenes, they're called. Don't the spatial computer. I don't know. Maybe there's no. No, no. The like the like the immersive. Part where you basically you feel like you're in the whatever in the Alps somewhere whatever. Um, mm -hmm. I mean that's more entertainment than actual informative. This is how you do it thing. But mm -hmm. that's also important that it feels like wow I want to experience that. Right. Apple's very good at that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was good. And and honestly, if this had been an Apple event, they would have shown exactly the same video. Yeah. And uh, all right. So I feel like we should talk about something else today as well. I Just to something mix else? it up. Why? He is a host? <laughs> Not yet. Not <laughs> yet, yet. actually. <laughs> no. Damn, ben, you're <laughs> into it. But yeah. man, ben, well done. <laughs> um, no, but, um, but before we come up with some clever segue into talking about TSO hosts, Let's talk just a little bit about Apple Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2 losing the the uh, uh, blood oxygen sensor feature mm -hmm. in the U.S. And uh, so the so 
the case with uh, Mazumo hammering on Apple over uh, patent infringement continues to move forward. And in the U.S. only, the uh, the blood oxygen sensor feature on new sales of Series 9 and Ultra 2 is disabled. The hardware's still in there. You just get, when you try and launch the app, you get an alert that says that uh, that the feature's not available. Yeah, I, th I think it bounces you to the health app that then shows you a web page or something with the, with the information, what I've heard. Now, if you already have an Apple Watch that has these features, they're not being disabled, right. at least not right now. But not I don't yet, think no. they need to be disabled because because the um, future sales. Yeah, the injunction that the ITC is imposing um, applies. Yes, as Dave said, future sales. Yeah. Yeah. Not yet. I mean, that, that could still change that some court decides that they have to disable it everywhere. Could yeah. happen. Mm -hmm. But that's that's not in the ITC's purview. No. Yeah, um, yeah, for ITC, they they can control what happens in the U.S. and U.S. territories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as yeah, far it's... as the import of a product. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I expect that my Apple Watch Series 8 just went up in value quite a bit today. <laughs> <laughs> and my Series 9. And your Series 9. Mm -hmm. And the series seven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it will be. It will be really interesting to see where this goes. Like, I mean, it, it has to be resolved somehow. And and I mean, there's multiple ways. Like, either the the series ten doesn't have that feature, or has that feature in a way that doesn't infringe that that patent. Uh, the patent could be invalidated. That's still possible. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll see. Um, or Apple just pays. Yeah. Yeah, Either cause... paying uh, royalties or just buying Massimo. Yeah, well, yeah, or buying the patent from Massimo could also be. That might be hassle, and I and I and and I found it really interesting about uh, Massimo's uh, CEO uh, Joe Chiani saying that uh, oh the sensor is not reliable and customers are better off without it. Yeah, um, which is absolutely not self-serving whatsoever for his, his own company. For that yeah. Right. Yeah. But besides wait a second, of, why do you have to a patent on it if it's not working? Besides the millions and millions of dollars he's paying a uh, the, his, mm -hmm. his the group of lawyers to work on this right now, yeah. uh, it, it it just I just find this to be fascinating to see mm -hmm. why this guy would say something like that. And when he's trying to, he, he doesn't care. I think he's got some vendetta against Apple, is my, my opinion. I think he's just... Mm -hmm. Just as flat out doesn't want to yeah. give it to them, no matter what he does. But then, and, but you got there might be good is, reasons for that, right? I mean, there might be which, good which reasons. Which we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There's I mean, maybe he, he can't say. Who 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 knows what it, what uh, shitty things Apple did in the background and like pissed them off? Like who knows? Right. Yeah. I mean, Apple is a big company, so anything's possible. Very yeah. So. Yeah. It, it seems it, like it's become it's becoming sport right now for for everybody to blame Apple or claim that Apple took something from them or is taking something from them or is treating them unfairly. I mean, that's been happening for a long time. Yeah, but it's, it's starting, unfortunately, it's starting to seem to get validity, you know, regardless of the mm. argument. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, and that, that's the part that is, you know, there's, 
there's a lot of anti-corporate sentiment out there right now. And Apple's, of course, you know, being especially the against they tech are, companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Exactly. And so, you know, I feel like maybe there's some biases that are starting to come into play mm-hmm. here that step away from the objective facts of the situation. And and by the way, Dave, you know, to your point, um, the the, uh, the president is also quite happy about, you know, talking about all the millions of dollars he's spending fighting. Mm-hmm. That, he bragged yeah. about it. It just yeah. isn't crazy. It's and yeah. that's it. You know, if if you if if you're serious about this, but you're really courting public opinion, and you know, there's a faction. I, I think at least some of the people on this panel would agree that you know we're kind of developing a knee-jerk reaction where you're just completely self-serving. You know, yeah. that I'm I'm having a hard time taking your claims seriously because of your your other actions. I mean, on the other hand. Like imagine you're you're in his position. You're a somewhat unknown, at least in most places, company developing maybe cool tech. And I mean, mm-hmm. there is a way to stay in the in the public eye, and that is to say the most. I mean, we've seen that so many times to say the most ridiculous things you can imagine, because mm-hmm. that gets you headlines and that keeps you in the public. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like people don't forget about you because you're constantly talking about and bragging and 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 sticking it to the man, basically, which is Apple and, yeah. and all of that. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, this is this is pretty much his legal budget and his marketing budget in one. Yeah, I there mean, Epic go. did the same thing, to be honest. Like, right. really I think about it. Epic. Epic even made commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It well, is this, a strategy. This is his fifteen minutes of fame, and mm-hmm. so yeah. this is the way he's choosing to spend it. Yeah. It's, I mean, and, and you, I mean, you don't know, as I said, you don't know what happened in the background. I mean, none, like neither side might have done anything particularly bad. And it's just how things turned out just feels unfair to one side or the other. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, App, maybe, I mean, maybe nothing bad happened. Apple didn't do anything wrong. They just, like, they were developing technology with, like, maybe trying to have a partnership. It just doesn't, wasn't working or they, they realized, okay, this is not what we want and then some and they had positions and some people switched because we know that happened and they developed their own yeah. thing and nobody did anything wrong but from i can totally see that from from massimo's perspective that still looks bad like this, i would be, still be pissed off even if everything was fully legal and nobody did anything wrong yeah i mean sure. it's kind of like the uh, b5 ds9 deal yeah that is, oh, yeah 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 sure True. Yeah, it's it's so true. Yeah, for I those of you that don't know what that is, the condensed version is that the people that created Babylon Five feel that the that the people that created Star Trek Deep Space Nine totally ripped them off. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and the the people that created DS Nine, they're like, no, we were creating this whole thing. Timing doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. But no, we were doing our thing over here. They're doing their thing over there. And, and we just had similar ideas. And I had similar mm-hmm. ideas. Yeah. 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 On, on a different spin, I just uh I'm I'm interested to see how Apple is going to pull this off. Is is this going to be a hardware uh, thing with the with the, the, the latest serial numbers that get put out there with the new uh, series nine and ultra two, or is it going to be software? Um, how, how are they going to block this? Are they going to are they going to leave that in the watch as they manufacture them? Or they, and, and I wouldn't think they want to take it out because they they want to bring it back. But 
there's got there's got to be a way they're flagging it based on the when it was when when the production occurred after as of this date today yeah that that might be a simple thing just just have a like i mean the, the, i think they have internally the production date or somewhere encoded mm -hmm. that could be it or it's just or they do like a, a revision number internally where okay we just increase it by one and now it's a different revision internally but and then right. we can detect it I, I think it's software, to be honest, yeah. because yeah, it, it I, they don't want sense. it. Like changing the hardware would be way too much effort. They would have to scrap everything they've produced so far. Well, That's not true. tech. Actually, not true because they could still sell it in other countries. But um, That's true. because it's only US. Mm -hmm. um, but they they would have to scrap everything that they maybe that's already on the ocean, for example, and is being shipped. Stuff like that. So I don't yeah. think yeah. so. The, the disclaimer is on their site now. So if you go to the Apple Watch. Uh, Part part of Apple's website mm. it says it's not 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 available in the U.S. But it, I'm I'm sure if you go to it, Patrice, I'm sure it doesn't mm. show that banner because that, we we were talking about that last night and if that touch you touch the U.S. I mean, if I go to the U.S. side, I'm probably going to see that. Yeah, you will see it on the U.S. Mm -hmm. side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, it's and directly on the Apple Watch side or where where does it list that? Yeah, yeah. If you go if you, you go, go to buy, to... ah, if you go to buy, okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Let's see. There's a banner right at the top there. Yeah, it comes up as this big blue banner across the top. Mm -hmm. yep. I'm not you seeing it. In... So it knows where you are. Yeah, it does. Yep. So oh, there you go. Gonna, this this is this is going to be interesting. I tell you. Oh no, there it is. You have to actually mm -hmm. click all the way through to the buying page, and then then it shows you. Yeah. Okay. No, I get that. Yeah, but didn't I don't think in Austria. Oh, so. They they did put the over. Yeah, yeah everybody it's, sees it's it on there. the main page, but then when you go mm -hmm. to buy, mm -hmm. it won't say, it won't say it. Okay. Yeah. So let me see if I do this in Austria. No. So it's definitely only in the US. I mean, which makes sense. But... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know what else makes sense? TSO hosts. using TSO, TSO hosts. Yep. See, I told you we would go along and then we'd have a place where we, we could do a clever segue and here we are. So why does it make sense to use TSO Host? Because they offer solid web hosting services. They make it easy for you to buy domain names. They they have affordable prices and uh, and they have great customer service and support. So why am I bringing this up? Because they're taking all that stuff that they do and they are giving it to us at the British Tech Network so that we can bring shows to you every week. So we can live stream to you every week. They're giving us the bandwidth we need so we can live stream. They're giving us the hosting space we need. So there's a place for the website. They're giving us the server space to, to hold all of the show recordings so you can watch or listen to episodes whenever you want. And, uh, and the resources it takes to do all this, it's kind of bonkers. So without their, their help, without their support, we would not be able to do what we do for you every single week or actually any week. So we, we really, really appreciate that TSO host is here supporting us. So thank you, TSO host. Now, since you're not in front of microphones on a show right now where you can say, hey, thank you, TSO hosts, for being here and supporting the British Tech Network, use the tools available to you. And that means hop out on social media and thank TSO hosts for being here and supporting us. It only takes a minute, and uh, it's good karma, and it's also important to let them know that uh, 
that we do appreciate that they are here helping us. Ben just pointed out to me that we are all in fact in front of microphones and, um, mm-hmm. and okay. So, so first, Mr. Pedantic, shut up. <laughs> uh, and, and I guess there's no second, huh? Okay. Anyhow, mm-hmm. all right. Those of you that don't have a microphone and aren't being a smart ass, <laughs> please hop on social media and thank TSO host for being here. Um, now, here, here's the part where I could be a total smart ass, but I'm not going to be. And I'm going to very humbly ask you, Patrice, would <laughs> you mind helping me out here and telling people about uh, about the chat? Oh, I would love to. So we have a really awesome live chat that you can join uh, while we are recording. So um, every Friday, 4 p.m. UK time for the Mac show and every Thursday, 7 p.m. UK time for the big show. So if you're into the non-Apple side of technology, uh, chips, cars, space, Windows, Android, like anything else, basically, um, then that's the show for you. And then you just head over to chat.britishtechnetwork.com for the live chat and also live.britishtechnetwork.com for the live stream. And you can see like what the links we're posting, also sometimes for extra things that we mentioned during the show, uh, for the cool things that are coming up. You can talk to us during the show. Like it's really, it's a really cool experience, I think. And um, even if I'm not on the show because I don't know, I'm traveling, I at least try to to join the live chat and talk to people. So it's 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 a fun thing. Um, but let's say you are listening to this in the recorded form, like in, I don't know, on the website, on our TSO host uh, sponsored server, um, or on your favorite podcast player of choice. Um, I don't know, wherever that is, wherever you found this, this cool content, you can still get to the links. So we have a chat bot, a BTN chat bot. No, it's not Chuck. Um, that is in our chat. And that kind of records everything and puts it up on the website. So if you go to, to the page, britishtechnetwork.com forward slash chat, and then pick any date somewhere between June, I think early June, 2015 and today. And today would be uh, January 19th, 2024. So it's almost 10 years, um, you will see what was talked about during, like uh, at that whatever point in time you picked. So you might be able to see what weird things we talked about in 2016, for example, in January. Who knows? So yeah, that's that's that. Awesome. Thank you for doing that. Um, okay, so now it's time for some cool things. And um, and wow. Okay, Dave, you got in there with the first cool thing. Well, okay, technically Ben did because he always makes sure that we have links in in uh, the chat. But yes, there's always links in the chat. Yes, uh, but Dave, tell us about your cool thing. Yeah, I just I just got this new light, uh, and I and I'm using my magic camera here just to spin it up to. You can't see it, but it's really bright there. But uh, this is uh, a. Uh, 48 watt uh, dimmable LED flush mount ceiling lights that I had installed. It's 18.9 inch round. It's close to the ceiling, which is really nice. Uh, it's good for bedrooms, living rooms, and that stuff. And I didn't want to go anything real elaborate. I spent a lot of money on it. I used to have a ceiling fan in here, and it was uh, 
it was kind of the lighting was horrible but i'm pretty much using this light to light me while i'm video too which is actually an added bonus so um and this uh this has the remote control that i have here this is a that, that controls it and it goes between daylight and uh the warm light so like i have it on warm light right now or i can go to daylight and and, and it's well boy has it made a difference as far as lighting in my room so uh it's got a uh five through 30 second timing and you can have a night mode so you can do it like a night light if you wanted to uh, so it could be installed in like a bedroom for a kid or things like that um, it, it does have some 10 second memory functions it's a nice little light for the first cost like 70 bucks and it was flush and super easy to install so I, nice that's a, good, a nice little nice pick nice and Dave, did you buy did you buy that because you haven't seen the sun for so long that you <laughs> you, know, <like laughs> you need no. I got tired of the lamp, the the ceiling tile, the, the ceiling fan up here that didn't work, and and the, the nice thing for now, it's nice and flush to the ceiling. And now, <laughs> now I come up here, it's so you know, sometimes I, it, you're, in your eyes, are not having real bright light, that doesn't really help you. Uh, that uh, I was dependent more so on the the, the, the video lights, and uh, now now the room is really well lit, which is nice. What's the sun? Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, ben, you will get to see one eventually, but uh, probably not for several more weeks. Or months. Or months. Yeah, or it'll months. freak you out. It, tur it turns <laughs> out they're actually kind of close to a star. And uh, and at some point, you'll see this crazy burning light in, in the outdoors sky. And, what is outdoors? Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh you mean that cold white thing the cold white thing yes yes that's the one right there yeah snow you mean yeah we have said we have that's said it. lives but yes they're, they're yes. ours yeah. oh they're ours. yeah um patrice <laughs> let, let's just move on and okay. tell us about your cool thing so my cool thing is um, the Infuse video player. So um, if you are on any Apple platform and you have, uh, for example, a, I don't know, a, a directory with, with, with videos or images or something, and you want to kind of make that available either throughout your network or throughout the world if you want to, um, this is actually quite a cool thing that you can use for that to actually consume it. So it's not the server. Um, like it's kind of like, I mean, imagine like, I don't know, imagine you have a Plex server, for example, I think that's what most people know. Mm -hmm. Um, you need an app to consume that. I mean, Plex has their own app, so a different story. Um, but I have a Jellyfin server where I have all like my, my like local recordings of stuff and, and audiobooks and all of that. Um, and the, the app for that, I mean, there's an app, but it's hmm, not great. It's an open source project. So yeah, you know, sometimes they're not great. But this app, uh, Infuse, it can basically connect to almost anything you want. So they support Jellyfin, NB, I think it's the protocol behind it. You can just literally point it to like a like a file share and say, here are files. And it will like it will ingest them and show them in a quite nice and pretty way and, and like fetch metadata in the background and just allow you to use your device to play them. So I know a couple of people, I think, but Brett Terpstra is using it with his uh, Synology, I think. Um, like, I know people that just literally pointed to a directory and say, here are files. You don't need a special streaming server for that. You just literally need files in a 
folder that is somehow accessible from your iPhone or Mac or Apple TV or whatever. So um, yeah, it's a really good app. Uh, works well. There's, there is a premium version. Uh, I don't remember, honestly don't remember what the extra features were. I just remember I bought it, uh, or it's like I think it's a subscription even. Uh, but it's lifetime or subscription. Yeah, there's even a lifetime subscription. Okay, maybe I hundred dollars for a lifetime. Yeah, well, it's, or like thirteen per year. So it's not not crazy expensive, but you get some really. I rem I don't remember what the extras were, but I remember that it was worth it, and and I was very happy to to pay for that. Um, but I said it's a pretty solid player available on Mac, iPhone, iPad, and Apple TV, and I actually have it on all of them. Um, so when I'm traveling, that's what I'm using. And it does, like, I mean, if you've ever used, for example, the Plex app, it's very similar. Like, you can download videos to your, like, to the app and then take them with you when you're on the plane or whatever. Like, all of that. So it's it's just a really solid, good video player for any media content you might have on your device. That's cool. I think you can even point it to, like, a local, like, you know, the files app, some storage, storage there, and I think it will do that. You can even point it mm. at your Plex server. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I, I bet. I mean, it's Plex is just an HTTP API, so mm -hmm. it would work. So it, it's it's just it's universal, so it works for, for all of them. So that's Very that's cool. a cool thing. Awesome. I like the fact and looking at the write up. <clears throat> pardon me. It looks like it'll play MP4s, MKVs, M4Vs, yeah. MOVs. I mean, it it instead of having to jump through a lot of hoops to do conversions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it'll, yeah. It'll play I mean, natively. exactly. Yeah, it, I mean, it, the the like, if you have a server like Plex or or NB or Jellyfin or whatever behind it, uh, they take care of a lot of the conversions and like you can do a live streaming like and 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 if you like whatever you're streaming over 4G and the connection is not so good, it will step down the quality and all of that. That's what these servers offer you on top of that. Um, for sure, that doesn't work if you're mm -hmm. if 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 you're just pointing it at a file. Um, but for most people, they don't need that. Mm -hmm. Nice. Victory. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'll just pretty much act as like a better equivalent to VLC. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Actually, it is much better than VLC in my opinion. Like the, 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 yeah. the interface itself is, is quite good. Bob hmm. Beach is saying that, uh, He's been using Infuse for years, wants to know where, where we, we have all been. We've been <laughs> under a rock called the United States. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's so yeah. true. Okay, cool. Um, ben, your turn. Well, uh, if anybody was watching uh, coverage from this place called CES, uh, number one, go check out Chuck's stuff. Uh, number two... Uh, if there's one key term from the uh from the show other than transparent TV, it's Chi Two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and not only did we get ten thousand uh different devices, we got a really good indication of how it's going to be. Basically, MagSafe is going to be uh, well. How it's going to be better as Chi Two than it was MagSafe, and it is this little uh, puck adapter or puck charger here. Um, it's going to do everything that the Apple one does, but instead of being forty bucks, it's twenty two. It's got a five foot cord on that, 
plus it's anchor. So yeah, you know, it's going to be quality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. I, and yeah. Uh, yeah, much more affordable than apples. Oh yeah. It, 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 it basically made uh MagSafe heart uh, charging half the price. Very cool. And it's available right now. Yeah, and, today. And you just and you just cost me money. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Ben. Yeah, I I was gonna try to sneak this in to, uh, to Mac Voices Live on Tuesday, but I never got a chance. That's that's all right. It worked out because uh now, now we all know and Dave just spent money. It's like um, Dave Hamilton cost me money too. Oh yeah, that happens oh, yeah, all by the, the way. Time. Mm-hmm. And it, it, if you want, uh, it, it, there's one other thing. If you want a color option, you have black or white. So you get both colors. Yes. Nice. So, so, color, you can get bo- you, uh, so you can get both color? colors, Dave. No, it, it's it's Apple money. I already have the Apple charger, but I, want, I don't want the black because it's cheat you. Cheat too. Now you're color coded, so you know which is which. Yep. Yep. Awesome. All right, then, uh, Chuck, uh, spend more of Dave's money, please. I'll be happy to. And I have to admit that when you started out the show and you said something about cool stuff, it shows you how much out of practice I am. It's like, oh my God, cool stuff. So I had something in mind, but it's in the other room charging, so I don't have it in hand. But um, so, quick story. You go to CES, you inevitably need some battery power on the show floor, something to charge, especially with the camera that we were using, um, needed a little extra help to get through the day. I've got a whole pile of batteries, but the one I decided to take is this is the Skosh PB10PD slash SP GoBat. You know, I, what, yeah, what can I say? I, um, I love but, these names. Yeah. But, you know, that said, this is a battery that will charge your, your phone two times. But more importantly, it charged, it, it kept the uh, the camera charged just fine. It's not heavy. It's not big. It's not bulky. And it, as far as I'm concerned, it was just the right size and the right power rating for us to, to be able to use it all day and not have to worry about running out of power. Um, it's got a USB connect. It's, Connection on one side, it charges via USB A on the other. Excuse me, USB C on one side, USB A charging on the other, um, and yeah, it just it's not it's not big, it's not fancy, it doesn't have you know huge sets of features. It just has what you need, and so and for for fifty bucks, um, it is a really really great value um, because I've I've kind of gotten over the idea that I have to carry these massive batteries all the time. Mm. Cause at the end of the day, I really, there are not that many times I'm going to get stuck at the top of a mountain and not have battery power for four days. Yeah. I just need something, you know, right then that will get me through. And so it, it, I'm, yeah. And I, we're yeah. all, a lot of us are, especially when we're traveling, we're actually carrying a lot of batteries anyway. Like I, that, that's my thought always. I'm like, Oh, I should buy like a, a like one of those chargers. And then I'm like, well, I have two MacBooks and an iPad with me. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I, I mean, mean it's ba- the... <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Ben. Sorry. It's basically the modern version of this little Mophie here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but so so I mean, be a little bit smart. 
about what you buy, Dave. Um, <laughs> Dave just buys it you all. Didn't, you didn't spend my money because I already have theirs. <laughs> oh, darn. Um, but yeah, so, you know, it's I, I, I really, really highly recommend this. Scosche makes mm. great stuff anyway. They do. And, th and there are a lot of companies out there that make great stuff. This mm -hmm. is just the one that, you know, they've given me one of these at a previous show, and I'm just finding it to be more and more of the battery that ends up in my bag, whether it's on the CES show floor or just, you know, for a weekend or if I'm away on a business trip because it gives me what I need. Nice. You did not spend my money today, Chuck, but that's only because I don't travel to conferences all the time anymore. And uh, I'll, I'll try harder next time, Jeff. Yeah, but please, yes. But... Yeah, that's really nice. Okay, so now it's my turn. And um, I'm going to give you something fun to watch. And that's a uh, an eight-episode series called The Brother's Son, which is on Netflix. And uh, it, uh, Michelle Yeoh stars in it. And Say the, no more. The, yeah. yeah, there you go. Yep. Um, and she, she's fantastic. And the, the premise of the, of the story is Michelle Yeoh is, uh, is an immigrant mom, uh, of adult, uh, boys. And one, one of her sons immigrated with her to the United States. And he's just like, just, you know, he's an American guy. He's a stand up comic. And her other son stayed in Taipei, and um, and he's part of a, uh, a, a triad gang or organization, and and uh, something goes wrong, and he has to come to the United States to protect his mom and his and his younger brother, and his younger brother has no idea that that his older brother is involved in um in this whole gang thing and then there's some wonderful twists in it and i don't i don't want to spoil it for you um although if if you watch the trailer you'll you'll get an idea of of what one of the the big fun twists is um so i'll i'll just leave it at that but it's eight episodes i don't know if there's going to be a second season but it's it's just it's fun i mean there you know there's the action adventure but then there's a lot of funny stuff that happens and michelle yo so you know michelle yo is there anything michelle is michelle yo is not in i mean well, she, she should be in oh, tons of stuff but she she, she, should she be is a, well she is a machine man and and everything <laughs> that i've seen her so in, are I you but... thoroughly enjoy <laughs> Well, but but the so twist should be the, 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 twi the, the twist should be the triad going like, oh crap, it's Michelle. Yo, we're gonna get our asses kicked. Yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah. Well done. So bro. true. Well done. But uh, my friend Sarah uh, did work with her on the project. Mm -hmm. She is as nice and graceful as you would expect. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah. Unlike any of us. Yes. <laughs> Talk about so, yourself. Yeah. So, I'm uh, as Chuck's... graceful and nice as 
think, right? Yes. So at, so at, at least Patrice and Michelle Yo, same level. Okay. The rest of us, yes. Eh, okay. Yeah, I was, was going to answer yes to Patrice's question, and then I realized <laughs> that can be really misinterpreted. So I better leave it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, since since Monarch Legacy of Munsters is uh, is uh, season has wrapped up, now you have something else to watch. You're welcome. I still have three episodes to go on that, but I love that that series. It's it is done just absolutely wonderfully, and I, I will spoil nothing for you. Um, I expect that when you get through the last episode, you will be so happy that you watched the entire season and you'll be ready for another season to happen. I don't know if they've if they've been signed to do a, a second season or not, but I hope they have. Yeah, I, I can say that without even finishing the, the last three episodes. It's just every one, it just... It seems to go so fast because the pacing is good, the story is great, and I'm not doing any spoilers here. So, but honestly, I thought that anything that had to do with Godzilla would be one of the last things that I would have on my favorites list for this year. And it's it's and then there's this one of the top. Yeah, yeah, this is so yeah. well done. Oh, it's been a great year for Godzilla. Twenty twenty three was a great year for Godzilla. Yeah, he got a, both a period piece and a series. Yeah, not not bad for a kaiju. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so with that, it is time to wrap up. And uh, this has been wonderfully fun. And uh, as always, I just have a great time getting to spend my Friday mornings with, with all of you. So thank you for that. Uh, ben, where can people find you? Well, Jeff, you can find me at Ben Rethig on your social media of choice. Uh, you can find my writings at raythig.tech. Uh, I currently have a temporary uh, set design there, but uh, that will be changing very soon to something very permanent. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Tuesdays, you can find me on uh, Mac Voices Live with Mr. Chuck Joyner. On mm-hmm. Thursdays, you can find me on In Touch with iOS with Mr. Dave Ginsburg. And of course, every Thursday and Friday, you can find me here on the British Tech Network on the Big and Mac shows. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Patrice, where can people find you? Well, you can find me right here on this very show every week on Fridays and also on the Big Show on Thursdays. By the way, we dropped a really interesting announcement on the Big Show yesterday about what will happen next week so if you want to know more about that you should really listen to that one Mm -hmm. um you can find all the social media links the podcast the project literally everything that i'm doing on my website uh thepatrice.com redirects to it because nobody can spell my last name so easy as that and uh yeah if you are like if you're on mastodon or you want to be on mastodon and you're looking for a cool like server and you know me or somehow are acquainted with me or know Ben, for example, as well, or, or Dave. Um, it's a small instance, but um, it's, it's, it's supposed to be not a bit, not massive. It's not a lot of work for me. So that's one of the benefits, but there is techhangout.social for that. 
just yeah let us know and we'll give you an invite awesome awesome all right yeah there's by the way there's two really cool podcasts on taking out social one is in touch with ios and in touch with ios at taking out social and one is british tech at taking out social so what i'm hearing is this is the instance to go to if you want to hang out with the cool <laughs> podcasters yes 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 yep also that is tech hangout that social if you if you go to techhangout.com you'll also find something cool but a little bit out of date i think it was even the techhangout.com because i think techhangout.com was tech yeah it's the techhangout.com and it's still there yep i think it is wow yep okay that's cool yep still there Cool. A little bit out of date is good five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, there. it's still there. That's cool. All right. Chuck, where can people find you? Uh, MacVoices.com is where you can find everything. And there's a lot going on right now. We are, I am, we are releasing our CES videos. Oh. And there, there are a number out already. And there are a lot more to come as I get them edited and uploaded. Uh, we do Mac Voices Live Tuesday nights, as was mentioned previously, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are, with pretty much everyone here except Patrice or with Patrice when she stays up late enough to join us. Mm -hmm. um, and we'd love to have you there at youtube.com slash TV, And on pretty much all the socials, you can find me as at Chuck Joyner. Say hello. Yeah, go find Chuck. He's great to hang out with. Really. And Dave. Where can people find you? You can find me at In Touch with iOS at InTouchWithIOS.com. My YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash InTouchWithIOS. As Patrice mentioned, I'm on Mastodon at InTouchWithIOS at TechHangout.Social. Um, I'm on the, here on the Mac Show on Fridays. I'm here on Mac Voices Live on Tuesdays. And uh, on, on my uh, personal Mastodon, it's uh, at DaveG65 at Mastodon.Cloud. Cool. Cool. All right, so then I guess that leaves me, uh, Jay Gamut on social media, I everywhere, and uh, uh, you can find me active on Mastodon, Instagram, and uh, and Threads, and then for shows, Tuesdays on Chuck's Mac Voices Live, Thursdays on Dave's In Touch with iOS, then on the British Tech Network, and let's see if I can get them in the correct order today, on Thursdays. The Big Show on Fridays, The Mac Show. People, you have no idea how ridiculously difficult that was for me. <laughs> how many I, years have you been doing the both shows now? A couple. <laughs> yeah, might be close to eight or nine or ten, something like that. Yeah, something like that. It's been it's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, one of these days, I'll get I'll, I'll get it right. So. Because oftentimes I will say Thursdays on the Mac show, Fridays on the big show. And then it corrects me. <laughs> I'm like, what night. did I do? And then I realize <laughs> it's like, ah, yeah, it, it's not a gimmick people. I'm just being stupid. Um, uh, 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 oh, then also the context machine, Brian Chaffin and I do that show. All right. So with that, thank you again to all of you. You're just awesome. And I truly love getting to, to spend this time with you. Everyone that's watching and listening live, participating in the live chats, thank you for being part of this too. It's great that you're here. 
Um, for everyone that watches or listens to the show recordings later, thank you for being part of this as well. All of you, everyone in the BTN family, you're all awesome. Uh, TSO hosts, thank you for being here and supporting us every single week. Give them small nine love, people. Ewan, thank you for being you. Muller, thank you for making sure we have people for shows. Uh, check out the, the daily news show five days a week or more if you pay more. And uh, and you get a great five-minute um, uh, encapsulation of the tech news that's important every single day. Kyle is awesome. It takes money to make that happen. So please, please send some money in so we can keep the daily news show happening. And um, with that, yes, check out yesterday's big show so that you can hear the, the cool announcement that we made. And um, then join us again next Thursday for the big show, next Friday for the Mac show, and everyone have an awesome weekend.